Hello, hello, everybody. It's Celeste from Celeste's Interest. Remember to share the show and leave a rating. It'll help me a lot. Enjoy the episode. Bye. Welcome to Celeste's Interest, where we will spike your interest. Hi, Maria. I'm so excited to be on. I'm so excited for you to be on the podcast today. So, how's your day going? It's going really well. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for the invite. Thank you for coming, and you're going to tell us amazing things, and our viewers are going to learn amazing things today from you. Yes, so, I know I, I, I'm i 10, so I want you to take me back to 10-year-old Maria. Oh, goodness. Okay, so 10-year-old Maria was in Sicily, Italy. I moved to the United States when I was 11 years old, so I was still living in my beautiful villa um, in as uh, uh, Sicily, Italy, which is approximately, it's that, it's that island at the very, very bottom of Italy. And so I was there for about five years. I, before that I was in London, England. And so my family had a house in Sicily. We had a vineyard, a hazelnut forest. So I was living in your typical movie scene that you would see in any Italian movie where I would go out and play with the neighbor kids, go and pick the grapes for the wine harvest. And it was a very beautiful, natural-esque upbringing. I had to ask, what made you guys want to move to America? It was my parents' decision. I definitely did not want to move because I knew how good I had it there in Sicily. But my parents, from what they've told me, wanted a little bit of a better education and job opportunity for the children. Italy is not really known for having that, um, so they just wanted a better opportunity for the kids. And my mom's parents lived in the United States, too, so she wanted to be closer to them while they were getting a little bit older um, in their, you know, in their years. Yeah, of course, like the family's like calling to you one side, but I bet, I mean, it's beautiful in Italy, right? Stunning. It is one of my favorite places on the whole planet. So right now, I know that we're in the past. Tell me the first way you made money as a kid. Great question. So that was also in Sicily, Italy. And I guess I was an entrepreneur from birth because I remember being in Sicily and my sister and I would take salt and permanent markers and we would swirl the permanent markers in the salt with different colors. And then we would fill the different salts into Uh, like Coca-Cola bottles or beer bottles that we would get from the bar. So we would go to the bar, get these glass bottles, and then fill them with different color sand or salt. And then we would sell them to our classmates to give to their parents as gifts. We would also take blue, or we would also take like food coloring Mm -hmm. and put them in bottles too, and then fill the bottles with water and also glitter. So when you shake it up, there was this beautiful little like object. Like a snow globe? Yes, kind of like a snow globe. So then my sister and I would sell that to our friends also as gifts. And we would be like, hey, this is a really cool gift for your parents. Maybe they have an anniversary coming up. We're selling them for one euro. And everything was pretty much like free. Like we got the bottles from the bars that we're going to throw them away. I think our parents probably charged us for the salt and the permanent markers. Like very, probably something super cheap just because they wanted to teach us how to run a business. But that was the very first time that I made money as a kid. Oh my God, that was so creative. I actually like, it's really interesting. I never thought yeah. of like something like that. What inspired you to start at Maria G Fit? Cause I know that you're a personal trainer, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's, so I uh, went through a time in my life where I wasn't putting myself first 
And so because of that, I got into a lot of monetary debt because I was living a life that I couldn't afford. And I also put on a bunch of weight just from not eating the right way, not getting enough sleep, not exercising. And so I woke up one day and I was just like, I need to get my life in check. Like I need to start taking care of me. And so I did a fitness program with a local coach. And then I loved that and then did another one and then started competing professionally doing bikini bodybuilding shows. And when I was doing these shows, I was immediately very, very good at it. So then I had friends and family asking for help. I realized I was good at helping them. And so I decided to make it a business since I was helping them for free and they were getting results and it made me happy. I said, okay, why don't I turn this in? Why don't I turn this passion into a business? Because we all kind of, would ideally love to work within our passion. So that's when I got my personal training certification. Once I got that, I started working at the gym and was fully booked right off the bat. I figured out that my clients needed more than just physical like workouts in order to progress. They needed um, help with nutrition. They needed help with their mindset and the right lifestyle to live to accompany the, the, the workout program. And so that's when I decided to start my company, which is called the Me, Myself and Health Academy. And with that, I started my Instagram page and called it Maria G Fits. And so it all kind of started because I took my health first and I made that a priority. That's amazing. Like it's so much, it's really hard to get out of like, if you're like in a bad like area and then pull yourself into an area of light and a area of passion. So I know like your personal trainer and stuff, like mm -hmm. after you're done with your clients, do you keep in touch with them? Like how do you still like, do they still stay fit after you're done with them or what happens? Like, what's the backstory yeah. to that? So um, a lot of my clients follow me on social media and I follow them. So I try to keep in contact with them that way. Um, otherwise, when it comes to the transformation themselves, like themselves, there's a three-step process that everyone has to go to or go through, I should say, in order to keep their transformation. One, you have to prep and prime the body for the diet. Then you need to help them with the diet by helping them lose weight. And then afterwards, and this is the most important part, you need to help them with a reverse diet, which is pretty much training their body in order to sustain the transformation. So it's, it's really about working nutrition up, making sure they're eating a lot of calories and making sure that their lifestyle has changed. If my clients don't do this last portion, sometimes they end up gaining their weight back. Uh, and that could be due to not able to financially afford, you know, another program, or maybe they didn't really care about that last portion or didn't believe that it worked that way. And so what I find is that my clients that do all three parts of the transformation usually always keep their transformation. And that's really the goal. And as a coach, you can tell them about this and you can encourage them, but ultimately it's up to them. Of course, because for example, you can give them all the tools in the toolbox, in the toolbox but it's up to them to decide which ones that you want to use. Correct. Exactly. Yes. You're so smart. <laughs> Thank you. Tell me about the challenges while starting your business. I know every business has challenges, but they're all unique in different ways. So tell me about yours. Yeah, so I have, I watched my dad micromanage his business. And so it is natural for me to want to do everything myself. So I've had to, when I got really, really busy with my business, I had to delegate and I had to hire people and trust that I would train them to do it right. 
And so that was a big challenge for me because I was a little scared about losing control and my clients not getting the best results because I wasn't doing it. But ultimately, I was able to get past that. I have someone that works with me and I'm completely confident in her skills. So that was a win on my end, something I had to overcome. But also I had to overcome being burnt out in the sense Mm -hmm. of, I am such a performer and I like to achieve milestones and I don't like to reverse backwards. So I always put a lot of pressure on myself to do better, better, and better. And when you do that, you can experience burnout. You don't take care of yourself. You're lacking in sleep. You don't have the energy or the emotional intelligence to, or emotional stamina to support your clients like they need to because you have so many. So I had to really... Um, take a step back and hire mentors and purchase software to help me spend less time working on like in my business so that I can have more time outside to take care of me and also not experience that burnout. I don't know if that makes sense. It it absolutely does because burnout is something that I bet a lot of business founders go through because they're trying to make this and this and this all like make one big puzzle and then they the fuel runs out the fuel runs out and they have burnout and Mm. you have to learn how to not have burnout as much as you like take care of yourself basically yes correct so maria i know that you're big on nutrition and health and i'm a gymnast and sometimes uh-huh. I have to change up my breakfast or my meals. What are some like healthy breakfasts or meals that you would recommend for me? Absolutely. So I'm a huge fan of Greek yogurt bowls for the simple fact that there's no really cooking involved, so it saves you time in the morning. Greek yogurt has a lot of protein and can have very, very little fat. Um, as a gymnast, I'm sure that you need energy in order to do the, t- the tumbles and the mm-hmm. flips and everything. So For you specifically, I would make sure that you have some sort of carbohydrate source in there. So maybe some berries, some fruit, maybe some granola, and that combination with the protein will help make you feel full, but also help you to be able to have the energy that you need to perform when you're doing your gymnastics. So that's one. Also, something that would be great for you is a smoothie. So pretty much take a protein powder. Um, or you could even use liquid egg whites if you want, you can eat those raw, blend that together with some fruit and maybe like a tablespoon of peanut butter or almond butter. And that would give you the same types of nutrients too, that you would need. And it's very little cooking, but if you do want to cook something, I really like egg whites and oatmeal. So I'll do a little scramble of egg whites. You can do whole eggs, um, with you and your growing body. You can definitely do whole eggs. You don't have to cut on your fat yet, (laughs) but you can do some toast or some egg whites. Um, uh, toast or oatmeal, I'm sorry, toast, oatmeal, um, whole eggs or egg whites, maybe you can do some fruit. Um, so those would be my top three suggestions for you when it comes to breakfast. Yeah, because it's funny, I eat Greek yogurt. I ate it today actually for breakfast, and then I have some berries, but I don't really add granola, so I'll probably try adding granola. Yeah, yeah you can do that, or you can just do the berries, and both mm-hmm. of those have carbs in them. Yeah, because I like berries and Greek yogurt. It's funny how you said that. I was like, wow, that's really cool. I know. We're we're thinking. Yeah. (laughs) The best minds think alike. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Well, Maria, I've really, really enjoyed talking to you. And this whole time, I've kind of been wondering, what's your why? Like, why do you love to do what you do? So the freedom 
that I have now with my body and food and with knowledge is the freedom that I've always wanted to have. And so I want to help other women who are going through the same struggle and the same frustration to achieve that freedom. Whenever my clients have that aha moment and they come to me and they're like, I can't believe I did this. I'm so proud of myself. Um, I'm, I am where I've wanted to be. I'm fitting back into my clothes. Like when they tell me that my heart is on fire because it reminds me of the moment I had back then. And with all my clients, I know where they're at currently and I know what's possible for them. So when they achieve what they think is impossible, which is why they come to me, when I see them like overcome these obstacles and these limiting beliefs, it just makes me so happy. And I, I just want every single woman to have the freedom and the happiness that I do. Because once you can get past the thing that makes most women's lives very difficult, which is being overweight and unhappy with their, with their bodies. When you can get past that other doors open in your life because they're like, if I can do this and I've struggled with this my entire life, what else have I always, always struggled with that I can accomplish now? Like what, what else can I do? How else can I improve my life? And so that is my why so that other women can feel. I like love, I I love that because I bet like it takes you back to like when you first achieved that you're like, you want them to feel what you felt, which is amazing because it's really cool and inspiring. It's really inspiring, actually. Okay, Maria, um, what are some words of wisdom that you would give to young women? Be consistent. You seem pretty consistent with your podcast, which is great. Keep doing that. Another thing that I would advise to a young person is, yes, follow the rules, but also think outside the box. Obviously, legally follow the rules, but sometimes family, friends, society will tell you to do something a certain way. It's okay to challenge that. So you don't always have to conform to what everyone else wants you to do. You can challenge that. Be safe, obviously, but a lot of entrepreneurs go against the grain, Mm -hmm. you know? So that would be an advice for me. Um, Another piece of advice would be to absolutely go ahead and start healthy routines and habits now. You have a beautiful metabolism that will last you a while. Eventually that will change. So if you can continue to be healthy and be active and continue your gymnastics, continue movement, eat healthy, get lots of sleep, you're just going to prolong the beautiful body that you have now. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm definitely going to work on the sleep part because sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm a little wiggly with my sleep, but I know I need to get better on that habit. I'm sure mom would appreciate that too. Yeah, (laughs) she would. So Maria, if anybody wants to follow you, where can they follow you? They can find me on Instagram. My name is Maria underscore G underscore F-I-T for fit. Uh, my TikTok name is the same, Maria underscore G underscore F-I-T. They can also take a look at my website, which is mariagfit.com. And um, let's see, and my email is maria at mariagfit.com. <laughs> nice and simple. I like it. I love that. Yep. Consistency. Consistency, <laughs> right. Maria, any last words? I just, I'm so impressed by you and what you're doing right now. I already know you're going to have such a bright future. 
if you're starting this early. Uh, it is an honor to be here. You have asked some very, very great questions, and I appreciate you having me on your podcast because I'm hoping to be able to reach some other young people too, and maybe something that I say can help them to kind of get ahead of schedule. I wish I had something like this when I was your age. Thank you, and I love, I really do, like, I always want the purpose when I interview someone for whatever you say to reach them and to start them, like, changing their lives or just helping them in, like, even if it's, like, microscopic, I really want that for my interviews. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on my podcast today. Thank you for listening to Celeste's Interest, where we hope we spiked your interest.